finishing off lessons to be learned from Twitter, and Spotify's handling of their layoffs. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc, the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Find out more at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. The Mac Voices panel finally wraps up their conversation about the lessons to be learned from Twitter and everything that's been going on there. It's been a very impassioned conversation from top to bottom, and I know you will enjoy the last part of it. This time, though, we also touch on the Spotify layoffs, how they've handled it, and what the messages that are being sent by their CEO say. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Well, you know where I get a lot of my content is RSS. Um, And that's essentially, you know, own your own uh, website and, you know, get people to come to your website. That's what RSS is. Right. Um, But, you know, know, that is not in general, um, you know, people don't make a lot of money off of RSS. They don't make careers off of that. I don't know. Maybe John Gruber has, um, uh, yeah. but Jeff, talk about that. Talk about what you just put in our private chat. Cause I, I, I agree with you. I, I think that's a really interesting point. And I, now that we've started down the Google plus discussion, I wonder if that had anything to do one had anything to do with the other. Yeah. Um, the, the comment that I made privately was I'm still bitter about Google screwing the RSS client market. And uh, I, I mean, they they bought up and took control over the uh, the RSS client market. And when they shut down, uh, was a Google Reader. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then uh, for a lot of people, they just didn't know that that RSS didn't go away. And right. uh, and. And they didn't know that there are other apps or clients that they could use to still get that same content, and uh, and that was a big nasty blow to to RSS. For those of us that uh, that are in the know, I mean, we could continue to use RSS. And, yeah, I never uh, I, I never used Google Re- Reader, so it didn't affect me, and I was always kind of scratching my head about that. In the long run, it seems like maybe that was the best thing that could have ever happened to RSS. Maybe because now it's thriving and there's you know various clients and and it's not all built on one thing. And the stuff that's out there is monetized. Things like Feedbin, which is fantastic. And you know, so one. I love that Newswire came back to life. That Newswire yeah. came back uh, unread. Um, and, uh, I use um, I use Feedly. Feedly, yeah. you so, know. So R- RSS is you know, and I consider that my my primary source of certainly industry news, um, and stuff like Twitter is is sort of secondary. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't intend for this this Twitter discussion to go quite this long, but I, I you know I think we hit it from a lot of different angles. Um, I, I think it's, you know, the the one question I had earlier in the discussion, well, Webb, wait a minute, you've been quiet. And I, I definitely want to hear from you because um, you had you had taken a break while we were talking about the fact that 
the one yeah, place. Yeah, I can so still many... hear you. I just went oh. off camera, but yeah. Oh, so. okay. So then you heard the discussion about you know the the the, the corporate presences, if you will. Yeah. Um, let, let let me throw out a couple of things. Um, I am not quite ready to put down Elon Musk, the individual, as the villain. Okay. Um, I think that Elon does surround himself with some smart people. I think there's some other business case going on here that maybe we're not seeing yet. Uh, the, 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 if this was a chess game, he's thinking three or four moves ahead that, that we might not be seeing. I'm, I'm not trying to put him down as, as a hero. Um, I'm, and the reason why, uh, uh, as Guy said, they just pulled off the Band-Aid in the middle of the night. That that was odd. I, the the other side of that is so. What were they going to do? Say we're going to shut it off in thirty days, um, and does that get you any different um, uh, public relations than it does if you just do it overnight? No, that gives people thirty off, days yeah. to complain. I, about absolutely, it. I think it would. Yes, it, I think I think from a PR standpoint, it doesn't matter. I, I think it would have mattered because um, it, it would have shown that uh, that Twitter was at least doing their due yeah. diligence, and uh, and they broke the trust with developers, and uh, and some people have pointed out that hey in the in the agreement, the licensing agreement, use the API. Twitter says that if they shut this down, they w- they will give notice, and they did not. And and to me, that's a big part of the trust being broken, and that's the part of the broken trust that I think businesses will look at, and uh, and potential advertisers or other business partners, they're going to look at this in, and this is going to give them pause. Some of them will be like, yeah, let's go ahead, but I think that there will be businesses that look at the way Twitter did handle this and say, yeah, this isn't a business I can work with. Let's and go it's back part to, of a pattern. Oh, I'm going go to buy Twitter. Oh, no, I'm not. Web? Thanks, Mark. Um, yeah, I, did. I, 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 like I said, it's, I don't understand. I, I'm trying to understand the business case. Um, and I'm going to just say that, that he's surrounded by a lot of smart people. He didn't do this by himself. There are other people that advised him or, or, or you know, maybe the decision came to him, but other people said there's some business case to do this. And I don't know what it is yet. Um, and maybe there isn't one. Uh, uh, Jeff, you could be completely correct that this is just a, um, a a bad move. There were some other words that were used in the chat. I don't want to use them here, but it was just a bad move. And I, I don't quite understand it. I am going to give him just a, a little bit of maybe there's another case here some other business case that we're just not seeing yet. What's he trying to do with, with Twitter to begin with it? Uh, I think just wanting to poison it. Um, I don't think know, he that, wanted to poison it. But then explain all the moves that he has made because he's irrational. Brittany, I'd I, like to hear your, your opinion. You understand people a lot better than most of us. do. So my, my take and, and, uh, and granted, I am not, a professional like Brittany is on so many levels. But uh, <laughs> my take is that that uh, at the other businesses that Elon has been part of, that there has been a circle around him. And uh, and and the circle, in, in some ways, I think has been able to, to work like handlers. And, which, and what I mean by that is 
in, in cases where Elon is like, hey, let's just go do this thing. These people are like, okay, here's what we need to do to make this work if, we, if we're going to do that thing. And at Twitter, there's no, there was no infrastructure in place to have that circle around him. And, uh, and let, me, let me ask you this question. Let me ask mm-hmm. you this question. Let's say before all this drama went down, do you think that Twitter was a good business model? Because they were having trouble from they, they were not a good business model. So it just went from bad to worse. It went from bad to worse. Yeah. Yeah. And in, and I think instead of coming in with with a magic wand to fix the problem, which Elon thought he had, it it was actually gasoline. And uh, and when the fire started, then he's like, "All right, well, now I've got a burning dumpster." And uh, and that's what he's working with now. Um, there was one statement just to go along with you were saying a rotten fish stinks at the head first. That's one way to look at it. Um, I like that it, analogy. You like that? No, okay. Um, <laughs> I, I hadn't uh, heard that before, but I like that. Uh, go ahead. Um, be quiet. Well, well, no, no, no. But but Jeff, unlike your. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you you've been kind of emotionally involved in this um, from from the day that they they shut the APIs down, um, and I, I'm I mean I'm with Webb. I, I look I think uh, I think it was Ken Ray said it either on his show or on Daily Observations, um, or maybe it was Jeff Butts actually. But you know, Elon is the head of Twitter. You know, he has a responsibility now not not just to himself but to other parties to try to make this profitable. So mm-hmm. some of these some of these moves seem almost designed to use your word to poison things and to alienate people, and that just does not make any sense at all. Because it, I mean, even if you forget the other people, it's 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 him killing his own his own investment. So that just doesn't track. And say what you will about Musk, but I, I don't think he's irrational. So not about money. Yeah. Brittany, you, you, I'm sorry, you, you've been muted. I think you were trying to talk a couple times. You're no, no I've been very grateful for the mute to sit here okay. and hide my reactions <laughs> except from you visually. <laughs> okay, so it's your turn. What, what React for us. A person can be freaking brilliant and a visionary and impulsive and make terrible choices, and they can all be the same person. It's not like, oh, either he's a genius doing 10 things ahead or he's a toddler. He, and, and unfortunately, it's a little bit insulting to toddlers, but like, because they don't have the experience to make other choices. Um, but like, they can both be true. And, and I mean, I can, let's take uh, one of my big things, you know, like George Lucas made something amazing and then he made the prequels. Like that was the same guy. <laughs> I mean, there were different circumstances for both and and whether or not he will end up somehow coming out financially ahead that may be true but but there's also ways that adults behave in the business world and this is not that yeah there you go there you go um what time let's see we've got about 15 minutes left so well, since we're just going down the path of beating on people, let's just keep on going. Oh God, um, what I do now? <laughs> you you like it too much, Jeff. That's 
that's I'm not going to go there. <laughs> Did it get hot in here? Uh, um, Mark, I'm going to let you uh, address the Spotify issue that's in your background um, because that just happened today. That's very timely. And when I read the article you shared with us about uh, uh, the head of Spotify's comments, it's just like, really? I mean, <laughs> how tone deaf can you be? Okay, yeah. So a uh, little bit of background for listeners. Over the weekend, I was reading through my RSS feeds. <laughs> uh, I saw an article uh, about Spotify, and they were trying to urge the uh, you know the EU you know trade commission to go after Apple and complaining how horrible it is and blah 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 blah. And I listened to this, and I figured, okay, well, it, it's been a while, you know, a couple of years since I last took a look at uh, you know, Spotify's uh, financials. Uh, back in 2018 or 2019, they did a direct listing, uh, you know, which is one of the variants of ways to go public. And then their stock did nothing and then went up really high. And then it's come back down. And, you know, that thing there over my left shoulder, right shoulder is, um, you know, Spotify's stock price over the past year. And, you know, they were complaining particularly about, you know, Apple's 30%, which, okay, stop, you know, <laughs> stop, you know. If Spotify has been a developer long enough that you know they're paying 15% you know for all the Apple App Store services instead of 30. So right away, let's just cast that aside. And then I figure, okay, well, how is the business doing? What impact does the 15% uh, you know, commission to Apple make? So um in, in December or maybe even earlier this year, I got uh, you know, you know emails at, uh, at they're a foreign company. So uh, when they file their uh, financial results, uh, somehow I got on their email list and I decided, okay, go out and let's take a look at it. And these results are for their third quarter. And I think they have a new earnings report coming out in seven or 17 days or something. But uh, if we take a look at it, uh, yeah, they're told your revenue was over, you know, a little over 3 billion euros. And they had an operating loss of 230 million euros. You know, if you look at it, you know, their revenue growth was 21%. You know, their profit growth was 13%. So this raises the question, what's going on in the business? And as the headline says, is it a bad leadership, bad business, or both? Uh, and I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I've heard uh, their founder, uh, Daniel Eck or Ike, you know, several times on different podcasts. I mean, he is, you know, he's motivational. He sounds like a visionary. Uh, he really wants to do a lot of good stuff uh, in audio. But I think he fundamentally has a business model problem as reflected in his financial results. If you look at, uh, you know, their... Um, their their revenue, most of the revenue comes from you know their premium ad users, of which are very few compared to you know their uh, you know the people who are just getting it you know for the sake of listening to a commercial. You know, from a uh, cost uh, standpoint, you know a, a premium user generates about uh, let me check my notes here uh, about thirteen sixty euros. A free user a dollar one point four euros. So right away, you know, they have this huge imbalance that the bulk of their business are, let's call them, you know, quoting the old, uh, you know, <laughs> diary of Steve Jobs for whoever remembered reading his, that 
that fake blog back in uh, the early zero zeros, what he would call the free tard users, you know, are basically paying nothing. They're getting a you know uh, you know one buck point four, you know euro point four for them, you know, and their businesses they're just dominated by all of these users that you know aren't paying them you know anything. So that's the nature of the business of you know unlike unlike something like uh, Netflix where the only way you can get Netflix is you have to pay them for it. You know, Spotify has competition, right? You know, there's Apple iTunes, there's other music services out there. They do not have an exclusive on the audio that uh, they render up. You know, so uh, continuing on, okay, those are the basic business facts that indicates that the way their business is constituted, it's sort of a mediocre business. Um, Yeah, it generates, you know, lots of uh, top line revenue, but no bottom line profit. So if you go and you look at the year-to-year comparisons, um, the reason I question their leadership is if you look at you know how much their profit increased year-to-year, it increased 13%. And you know, in this table below you, you know, they they had almost a 50% increase in you know RD, 40% in sales and marketing. 43% you know increase in general administrative so they're way 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 spending way more than the underlying growth in their business so you know if you go and you look at that um you know their excess spend you know basically sucked up you know and more any of their uh, any of their increase in their revenues so assuming you know on their premium users uh, you know, for 15%, how much are they paying to Apple? Well, my back the envelope calculation is 398 million euros. You know, compared to all the other online items that they way overspended because they got, I don't know, dumb, fat, stupid, lazy. You know, maybe they had high expectations and no pad management systems, so they couldn't wreck in their spending early enough. Uh, you know, it just looks like they just way way overspent. So yes, you know they are paying you know a fair amount uh, in absolute dollars you know to Apple, but for fifteen percent, you know to get you know promotion and distribution and credit cards and collections uh, and some amount of marketing worldwide, you know that doesn't sound like that's such a bad thing. So um, you know I just pass it back to everybody else. You know. Spotify is a bad business, bad leadership, or both. Today's edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find local doctors who take your insurance at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. When someone is just exceptionally good at what they do, it could be a waiter, a chef, or a doctor, you know you're in good hands. It's like seeing a waiter balance five trays of sizzling fajitas on one arm. You're confident in them. When you find the right doctor, you can feel it. You feel heard and you feel at ease. On ZocDoc, finding the doctor that's right for you is seamless. The quality care you need is just a few taps away in the ZocDoc app. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. Surprise twists might work for podcasts, but maybe not for medical care. With ZocDoc, there are no alarms and no surprises. Choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctor profiles, upload and verify your insurance information, and get the care you need. 
Go to ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash MacVoices. ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Thanks to ZocDoc for their support of MacVoices. Well, Mark, you missed the part. You missed the one, though, that, that to me was just damning. Um, that that uh, they announced a six percent layoff. Oh right, um, right, right, um, right. You know today, but the the thing was that Eck said that the changes at the company would let him do his best work and focus on Spotify's future. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And, so and, he's yeah, and, and the point is, you know, that okay, so uh, five to a little over almost six hundred people lose their jobs, so he can do his best work. Is, right. is that, the, the, the other reading of that? Yeah, that and actually, if you go and if you go to their website and if you look at uh, their slides for their financial you know, you know, results, they identify explicitly that the key reason you know, head, you know costs went up in these different areas is for headcount. So, sadly, I mean, yeah, the cost went up because they overhired, and he now has sort of a cavalier. Well, we can do better work without you. You know, uh, for all the Almost 600. I think I saw a number 588. I think is the number I saw in one news article of you know people that uh, he was terminating. Yeah, it, I mean those are the kind of things you know. We're, we're talking about what what Elon has done. I mean, who who let him publish that that website or that post? I mean, who he hasn't fired his communication team. So, Brittany, to your point. You know, people can do dumb things, and they don't understand what they're saying between the lines. Emotional intelligence lacking. Well, it does make you wonder. It does make you wonder. Um, I'm Brittany's muted. Find... I don't know if she's trying to oh. you know, speak. No. no. Okay. I can just let him say I'm right and just stick with that. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, um, Ruth oh, ahead, is by far the smartest person on the panel. We can all be smart at different things, Jeff. Okay. I'll, I like that. I do too. I can't wait to find out what I'm smart at. <laughs> That's the beauty of neurodiversity is we all bring strengths and are greater than the sum of the parts. And I don't just mean much, this panel, but also. This I, panel. I was going to say that pretty much defines this panel, Brittany. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eric, how's the how's the uh, migration going? It'll be an after we get done project. like <laughs> you know how it gets to the, and then you have to do this on this machine and this on this machine, and yeah, yeah. No one wants to see me turning around and bending over to do that part, so. I'll just wait. That's a fair. That's a fair assessment. Thank you for uh, that. We appreciate that. We don't even like want the mental image. We, <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> he said we all have our special. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're pretty much out of time. I hate. I'm, I'm not going to start another topic. We have a number of other things, but we'll just let those carry over because they're, they're they will still be good. That's that's the beauty of some of these discussions. Other than just the the recent developments, they're they're pretty much evergreen or go on for weeks or months. 
Uh, let's go around the room, find out where everybody can be found um, so that you understand how diverse we all are. And then uh, we'll get out of here. Um, David has moved up into the slot. Webb abdicated. Um, so he's at the, at the top right of my my screen, or top left, excuse me. Um, David, thank you for being here. Where can folks find you? Thanks for always having me. Appreciate it. You can find me at InTouch with iOS, InTouchWithiOS.com. YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash InTouchWithiOS. I'm here on Tuesday nights. I'm on the Mac show on uh, Fridays on the British Tech Network. And um, I'm on Mastodon at Mastodon.cloud, Dave G 65 I'm on Twitter, Dave G 65 and uh, in touch with iOS and uh, all the other socials. Thanks. Thank you, David. Jim Ray, thank you for uh, for showing up and arguing so vehemently. Um, where can folks find you? Uh, you can find me at uh, my own website, proview.com, P-R-O-V-U-E, which has not been delisted by Google. Wait, let me check. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you can send me emails there. Uh, Jim at ProView.com. And uh, I'm not anywhere else anymore. Okay. All right. Jeff Gamut. Um, so I know that you say you're not interacting on Twitter anymore. So where should people interact with you? The social networks that I'm most active on now are Mastodon and uh, and Instagram. So I'd say those are the the two best places to find me. And like all social networks, I'm Jay Gamut. Um, yeah, I I hope there's there aren't any important messages waiting for me on Twitter because I'm not seeing them. Um, yeah, let's see podcasts um, here on Tuesdays with you, Chuck. And I'm still amazed you let me come back every single week. And then on uh, Thursdays on the big show, then Thursday evenings in touch with iOS, because for some reason, Dave lets me come back too. And then Fridays on the Mac show and also the context machine with Brian Chaffin. Great. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Eric, we're going to have to wait until next time to find out how the migration went. So we expect a detailed report. Uh, In the meantime, where can folks find you? Um, I can be found on Mastodon at EA Boldon at techhub.social, where I will continue experimenting with at least two or three different clients until one becomes my clear favorite. Right Great. now, I use one for translation and one for looking at puppy pictures. That's okay. wonderful. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. It's not the same client, so... Okay. <laughs> thanks for thanks for being here, Guy Searle. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to bring a disco reference in for your other mic, and I can't find one. So, just where can folks find you? Disco Duck. Uh, you can find me over at uh, mymac.com. Uh, I've been doing some more reviews for mics over there, and uh, as well as the mymac.com podcast that I still do with Gaz every single week for like the last. 12 years or so, uh, we have a Google voice number. Whoa. 703-828-4677 as well as our Skype number. 
703, I can't even remember it now. It's been so long. Uh, you can also occasionally find me recording from my car on my way to work, Guy's Daily Drive. And I will, un unless I have a, a really awful senior moment, I will be on In Touch with iOS on Thursday night with uh, Dave and Jeff. Oh, that should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, that'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unless I like hallucinated the whole thing with Dave inviting me, and that's always a possibility. Seventies coming. Show back up to anyhow. Seventies, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so very good to me, or so I've been told. <laughs> Thank you, guy. Mark Fuccio. Uh yeah, where should folks reach out to you? Um after this Twitter discussion, I'm kind of baffled as to what to tell folks. Uh DM me on Twitter at Mark Fuccio, M-A-R-K-F-U-C-C-I-O, or just use my name and go to LinkedIn. Great. Thank you, sir. And, and go Niners. <laughs> oh, now see, he's just baiting Webb. Webb, help me out. And feel free to use a football reference back if you wish. Well, like I said, we, uh, as I said earlier in the show, I think before we went live was that, you know, we beat San Francisco once, so we can do it again. So, um, no, you can reach me at, uh, yeah, you, you mentioned some, I am on LinkedIn as well. Uh, everything is, uh, web Bixby, W E B B I X B Y. Sometimes there's a space between the two words. Sometimes there isn't. So, uh, I, I, I'm going to continue to stick to Twitter, but I post there maybe once every three months. I use it more to to follow people, but I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. It's uh, I'm on Mastodon, but I've kind of lost my login, so I got to figure out how to get back on that. So, but anyway, thank you. Good luck. <laughs> thank you, Web. Last but absolutely not least, Britt, thank you for so much for hanging in. Um, I'm glad that uh, you're feeling better, and I just hope that that continues. Um, in the meantime, I know you have a website um, because I've I've been there. I've seen it. Indeed, it's conquer.consulting. That is slightly more internet proof than all the other things. Um, but I still have a Twitter. I don't know if people send me things and I miss it. I also don't do that much there. I'm really hoping at some point we'll just have a live intervention here where you force me to sign up for a Mastodon. Like one, <laughs> you know, that like other people are on and it's easier to say because people already know it's coming. That's a hope I have. Or you can look at the videos I've been putting out on YouTube, which is ADD Liberator on YouTube, you know, until that shuts down. Oh, good. Thank you. Brent. Also, I've been publishing some of them to TikTok, same handle, um, but I don't think that this audience mostly would go there. And the longer versions are on TikTok or on my Teachable account anyway. So, Got it. Thank you, Britt. Mm -hmm. Folks, I'm Chuck Joyner. This is Mac Voices. We do this Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. Until the next time, and as always, thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices.
Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.